Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 206 of the Ted Jones World Podcast. What is up, everybody? Today is Saturday. That's typically when I record the episode that we are posting on Monday. Not so much of a late Friday night last night. Got home at like 12, 15, whatever. Was hanging out at a comedy club. But, you know, just shooting the shit. Looking to, uh, looking to hang out with as many people as possible. I think I am finding myself. But maybe you guys have found yourself in a position before in life where... You know, uh, you just want to focus more on what you're doing career-wise in terms of, like, uh, what you think is best for you. And I think that's what I'm doing right now. It's not like I'm, like, avoiding dates or meeting girls or whatever. I'm just, like, not super focused on it, you know? I'm just trying to focus on making billions of dollars doing this. But what is up, guys? How's everybody's weekend going today? I imagine you watched some serious football yesterday, and we'll find out the results. But the Australian Open still underway, and I had said that Emma Raducanu was going to win the tournament. I was wrong. She lost in the early rounds. But now, okay, since I have a second chance, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, Ashley Barty probably taking it. And, you know, my thoughts of CC Pass still taking it could happen. We'll see. Maybe Zverev. But Novak Djokovic not playing in the tournament. Um, still a lot of questions surrounding Novak Djokovic's choice not to be vaccinated and then also ultimately getting kicked out of Australia. So I think that this is going to have an impact on him wanting to play the French Open and then also playing Wimbledon. We'll see what happens with that because, like, I, I can't imagine that France is going to be that much more lenient than in Australia would versus, like, a guy who's unvaccinated and not really willing to get vaccinated. And also when Novak Djokovic was in Australia, which is something that I don't think a lot of people know, he had COVID and he, like, didn't, he didn't abide by the quarantine rules. So that was something that was also kind of a big deal. Like, bro, if you have COVID, you got to stay in and make sure you're not spreading it. But guys, hot as bulls in my apartment right now. But that's irrelevant. But we'll see what, <laughs> we'll see what happens with Novak Djokovic. And I hope Federer makes it back for the next Grand Slams as well. So I started watching Ozark Season 4. I haven't seen... I guess Season 3 came out probably like almost two years ago. Something like that. But Ozark season four, definitely flying. And it's crazy how we love drug shows as a society, right? Like, we loved Weeds. We loved Breaking Bad. We loved The Wire. We loved bank robbery shows. Whatever it may be. People just doing stuff bad. I think people love to see that. People love to see people's demise. That was also, like, I think one reason people really followed along with, like, the Britney Spears conservatorship movement was that, like, she was just in such a bad place that, like, people wanted to be involved. People were like, why is her dad taking over her finances, like, just so she won't go broke? Because if you do have control over someone's finances, I mean, unless they're 85 years old and they're senile, like, is there really a point besides that? Like, you should just be able to put it in a trust and then not be able to touch the trust until you're a certain age. That seems, like, way more reliable than having, like, a parent watch over your money or something you know because like if a parent watches over your money and they're not careful with it they could just spend it as they please and that's happened back in the day with like child actors so aaron carter actually went on oprah in 2016 and said we had this massive compound with like 12 houses on it it was worth over 10 million and i had paid a lot of that money however aaron revealed that he never got any of those returns back or anything like that even at this point he never even owned his own house because his parents left him empty-handed but Aaron Carter's debt was ultimately erased by the judge 
just because he went bankrupt because of his parents. But Aaron was in luck because while most people file for Chapter 11 or Chapter 13 bankruptcy, he was granted Chapter 7 bankruptcy, which means his entire debt was discharged. I mean, having parents take control over your money, I think is fine if they had some... I mean, if they had some part in making that money with you, right? But, like, if you're just a manager to your kid, I mean, maybe if there's paperwork involved, managers typically get, like, what, 15 to 20%. Arnold Schwarzenegger actually got in a four-car crash last night. He's said to be doing fine. But isn't that crazy that you never know when you're going to get into a life-altering situation or potentially when you're going to die? Because everybody's going to die a certain way, and... A lot of people do die from heart disease, but I don't know. This, it's a crazy thing to think. Like, how would you want to go out? I mean, do you want to drown? Do you want to get lit on fire? Do you want to die peacefully in your bed? Do you want to be killed? You do have a lot of options in dying. And you never know when, what, when it's going to hit you. You never know when you're going to die. And us being humans, we are the only species that knows that they're going to die. I believe I've heard that before. You know, if you're a freaking crocodile, a lizard, a bird, you don't know that you're going to die. It just happens, and that's part of it. Dying is a crazy concept. You know, when you die, like, that's it. You just, like, black out, like, never to be back again. That's crazy. It's kind of like sleep. I mean, when you're sleeping for eight hours a night, are you in an alternate universe? Like, what happens when you're asleep? Like, what is the actual definition of oh, I'm asleep, like this means that the world is passing me by. And how do you, you go to sleep, you wake up and you're on the same planet. Like it would make sense if you go to sleep and then you're in like a different dimension, you wake up in like a new dimension every day, but everybody's here on this solar system in this Milky Way galaxy. So everyone is, everyone's soul and body is kept in this particular environment. That's interesting to me. Because when you go to sleep, you know, you're, you're, what are you, are you dead for eight hours? Yeah, see, there's always been discussion about how much sleep one needs and, like, how little sleep is too little. People say that six hours of sleep is too little and the ideal amount of sleep is between seven and nine hours. But I feel like I'm all over the place. Like, if I sleep seven hours one night and then I come back and I'm really tired the next, like... I'm not shy to sleep nine and a half hours. What about you guys? On a weekend, too? I, I got back at like 12.15. I woke up at like 10.30 today. Now I'm having a hot coffee. This hot coffee, only $1. Probably like the only place in New York you can get coffee at a store for $1. There's like this burger place on 7th Avenue and like 28th Street that's desperate to get customers in. So it's like $1 coffee. And then I guess they think that as soon as I have this $1 coffee, I'm going to buy a $15 burger. Good thought. Interesting. I actually send this particular restaurant a DM on Instagram. I was like, if you guys advertise with a sign out front that you sell a Beyond Burger, I think you'll get a lot more customers. Because I've been to the burger place, and I've had the Beyond Burger, and it's great. But nobody knows that there's a Beyond Burger in there. I think you should advertise that there's a Beyond Burger rather than there's a double bacon cheeseburger in there. Because chances are... Burger places have double bacon cheeseburgers rather than a Beyond Burger. So, I don't know. A guy like me would go in there and get a Beyond Burger. So, I messaged them, and they never responded. I don't know. Maybe that's, maybe that's why they're 
They're struggling. They didn't respond to freaking Ted Jones' email. So this is long-awaited news. Guys, Gabby Petito's boyfriend finally admitted that he was responsible for her murder. Now, he had a journal, and the journal was found with his dead body, so I assume that actually it was just brought out to the public that he had something to do with her death. In writing in his journal, it says he admitted responsibility. They didn't come out with what he actually said in his journal. But that's a crazy situation, guys. If you just think about how many arguments and disagreements you get in with your significant other when you're in your younger 20s, mid-20s, a lot, right? I mean, chances are you don't usually find the person that you're going to be with for the next 70 years when you're 20 to 25 years old. Maybe you do, but I think the age is more of like a 25 to 30. So these people, these guys were, this guy was 23 years old, Brian Laundrie, was 23 years old, and his girlfriend was 22 years old. They're on a road trip for several months. They obviously were getting in fights with each other before this incident happened because the cops said that Gabby should have potentially been arrested initially. Crazy thing to say after the fact, but, like, we get in so many freaking fights as young 20-year-olds. It's just crazy to see something like this, like a fight, end really that bad. Have I been super mad at my ex-girlfriends before? Yes. I mean, obviously not enough to, like, strangle and kill them, but people's emotions run higher when you're younger and, you know, you think you want to be with this person for the rest of your life. I mean, they were engaged. They were engaged. The Petito family thanked law enforcement for their investigation. They gave particular praise to the FBI's Victim Service Department, which they said helped the entire family navigate through the worst moments of their lives. Couldn't imagine what it's like to have your child missing. It's awful. Like, even some of my friends who have a sick dog right now, they're freaking out about that, too. Dogs and children, I mean, they're, they're part of your life. I get it. My mom has a dog. That dog has been around for 11, 12 years, and she's become a part of my life, too. Lola, if you're watching, what's up, Zulg? I'll see you soon. One of my buddies is thinking about getting into cryptocurrency like this weekend, considering Bitcoin is at freaking 37,000 and Ethereum is below 3,000. A crazy different change of... The direction of Bitcoin, you know, it was up at 65,000 a couple months ago and Ethereum was at like 4,500. Do I think that we're going to go up in that direction? Yes, even though Russia has banned cryptocurrency, but like, I don't know. I still have high hopes for crypto. And if I'm wrong, guys, look, I'm going broke here. <laughs> I'm like 70 to 75% crypto. That's just what I believe in. And if I lose all that money, I'm fucked. I'm absolutely fucked. But I think that crypto is just going to be too strong. This is going to be a good year for crypto. We're, we're going to be bottoming out this week. And if I had advice to you guys, if you're not in crypto, you got to put some money in crypto because you just can't afford to miss out, especially with inflation. The fact that inflation was up 7% over the last year and people don't even get like a 3 to 5% raise year over year, we're losing money. It's not chill. Cash is trash. People sometimes say cash is king, but... If cash is losing value every single day, I don't see how it's king. Maybe it's king if you need to be liquid and you need to buy something really quick, but, like, that doesn't make it king. You're just going to have cash sitting in your account, losing value, deflating, as they'd say. But, hey, what do I know? I don't, I'm not a financial analyst. But, you know, I think real estate still good if you can find a good deal and fix up a bathroom, fix up a kitchen. That's going to help a lot in terms of raising the value of a a home or a group of homes, I think it makes sense to 
buy a fourplex if you're into real estate you want to pool together some of you and your friends money that was like when i spoke with my dad here on this podcast he was saying yeah pool together family and friends money you guys get together like two hundred thousand. you guys can buy a million dollar group of rentals rent them out fix them up refinance take your money out and then you have an asset that's cash flowing that's the positive thing about real estate you know, and if you do sell that real estate and you decide you want to buy another piece of real estate, you can roll over your gains into another property. That's called a 1031 exchange. Therefore, you don't have to pay the taxes on the sale from that property. You can just roll it over into a new property. And that's how people in real estate get really rich. They just keep rolling over their gains into another property. So you're buying in a million dollar property, you sell it, then you buy two million, then a four million, then an eight million, and so on and so forth. And then you're freaking Larry Silverstein and you're building the Freedom Tower, something like that. But that's how real estate people started to get really involved in their craft in like the early 70s when New York was really depressed and New York was like a shitty place to be. New York City was not always great. Is it going to be the same for Bitcoin? Yes. I've seen a number of memes. Seen, or I've seen articles where like buying Bitcoin is like buying real estate in Manhattan in the 1890s. Who knows? Is it? Maybe. I think it is right now. Not such a good time to listen to me. I think it's a good time to listen to me if you want to get in. This is an insanely good time to get in. The people who I follow on YouTube, whether it's Raul Paul, Michael Saylor, these are guys who are buying the dip. El Salvador just bought 410 Bitcoin. They're buying the dip. Does it mean that you guys should buy the dip? Probably, and I've, and I've said it here you know, many times. If you have money that you can forget about and not think about for real for like five years, you put some money into Bitcoin. Instead of maybe putting $1,000 into Apple, maybe put $750 into Apple and put $250 in Bitcoin. You guys can all buy pieces of Bitcoin. By the way, you don't have to buy a full Bitcoin. You don't need to spend $38,000 to buy one Bitcoin. You can buy halves, you can buy quarters, and you can buy Satoshis of a Bitcoin. So you go into Coinbase, plug in your debit card information, Put in some money from your Chase account, from whatever account you use, Capital One, whatever. Put it in Coinbase and let it sit for a little bit. Don't put too much money in Coinbase because there are such things as crypto wallet hacks. We saw that last week via Crypto.com, 450-plus accounts got hacked. So I, myself, I have a ledger. I'm going to actually get the ledger for you guys so I can show you what it is. So this right here is my Ledger Nano S. It's a hard wallet cost me like $50. So I have all my crypto on here, except for maybe like a few thousand dollars that I keep on my phone and my Coinbase wallet. I have all my crypto here. And the thing is, if somebody steals this, they can only get my crypto information if they have all of the right passwords. So basically what I would do, I put this ledger in my computer and then, you know, I'd see all my crypto information right now and I'm down more than I've been down in a very long time. Because it's crazy. Last year this time, <laughs> I was I had more money because crypto was doing better. But, you know, you have your ups and your downs. And, you know, as long as I'm well, living, breathing, I'm great. How about you guys? That's what sometimes you got to realize. If you have a mom on this planet, you have a dad on this planet, you're blessed. You have sisters, you have brothers, you have a dog, you have people that love you. You're freaking blessed. I had a full meltdown this morning, guys. Not even going to front things that I would like to be moving faster. Things will move at the pace that they're supposed to move at. You know, guys, if this is a simulation, we do have somebody that's probably controlling us up there. 
controlling what we say, what we do, whatever it is. And you got to be patient. You know, it's not going to, things aren't going to happen on your time. They're going to happen on the universe's time. So just be kind to the universe. Preach gratitude, gratitude and attitude. I like how I react to my meltdowns is it usually doesn't last that long. Like if I have a meltdown and it lasts 10 minutes within the next hour, I'm for sure good. You know, I've, I've heard people talk about it's okay to have a meltdown and be discouraged for a moment, but then you got to get right back on the horse. And that's what I've been trying to do here, guys. You know, this was a tough episode recording for me just because I had a meltdown this morning. Woke up and I had a meltdown. My back kind of hurt a little bit. It's feeling a little bit better within the next few hours, but I'm not going to go to the gym today. I'm going to rest my back and just make sure everything is fine and dandy. (laughs) As long as I'm alive, as long as everything health-wise is somewhat great, I think it's just a matter of staying consistent in what you do in pursuit of of what you'd like to do. Because, guys, this is what I ultimately would like to do. I'd like to speak with you guys through the podcast speakers. You guys see me here on the YouTube channel. Do vlogs, do comedy shows. Yeah, you know? Just give out the juice for entertainment. That's what I'm here for, guys. If you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you guys leave a nice review, rate, comment, subscribe, and check the link in this video for Ted Jones Comedy Show dates. We have a few coming up. February is going to be a crazy month. Dad, if you're listening, can't wait to go down to Florida. You guys been to Florida recently? Florida, I tell you. Right now, Florida seems like a godsend. January 10th through, we're going to say March 10th, in New York City is almost unbearable. Last night it was 18 degrees. Like, that's just a a temperature that, like, it's just uncomfortable to go outside. Even if you're going to go out and get, like, a nice little food treat, you don't even even want to go outside. That's when, like, the ordering comes in. And Uber, don't think that I've noticed. Uber Eats, guys, I know you're with me here. Uber Eats, it's almost impossible to get delivery food to your house for under $30. You guys see that now? I'm going to shout out Seamless. And Seamless has this little... Uh, column that you can sort that has perks and then they'll give you like five dollars off of 15 and that's typically how you can keep your delivery under 22 dollars 22 to 23 dollars something like that that's how much seamless used to cost i remember seamless was in the realm of like 22 to 25 dollars with the tip now it's anywhere from legit like 30 to 35 dollars easy sometimes even approaching 40 you know, like, that's how much money you're spending if you get a drink and you're going out to eat with your boys. You know what I mean? I did go out to dinner with my, my two buddies, Pat and Lodi's. Pat being the former producer on this podcast, and now I guess he's producing another podcast. So, Pat, if you're listening to this, bro, good luck, bro. I hope you're getting a good salary. But, you know, I think being alive every day, guys, is more than a freaking blessing. You know, I am absolutely so blessed to have a roof over my head, to have health, to have some money in my ledger account, even though it's not so much as of today. Just counting my blessings, guys. I have a beautiful family, amazing sisters. Lola, you're great too. The Zug, my mom and dad, very supportive, have great friends. And, you know, while I'm always looking to improve, while I can always find something to complain about, I'm trying my best not to complain. Because I think that's very important, guys. As you're driving to work right now, if you're coming home from work, think about a great thing that happened today at work. And think about how you're going to be getting a paycheck at the end of this week or maybe the end of next week if you're getting paychecks every two weeks. It's a beautiful thing. A lot of people don't have paychecks coming in, you know? 
every week or every two weeks. So count your blessings. If you guys have your grandparents that alive, that's that are alive. That's another blessing. Cousins that love you, people that are around you to communicate with. You know, we could all be like Tom Hanks and Castaway. That was a crazy movie. You guys ever seen that movie? If you haven't seen Castaway, I recommend watching it. Guy ended up being on an island for four years was engaged to a woman, and then when he came back, she was married to another man. That fucking is terrible. I cannot imagine that. Well, I think, like, after, I mean, after a month of being lost at sea where people don't know where you are, they're probably going to assume you're dead. So 48, 47 months after that, after that first month, you know, four years later, like, what do you, what do you expect? Life's got to go on. And that also goes to, like, you know, universal wavelengths. That's a crazy thought to me. You go to sleep and then you wake up and you're in the same stratosphere of wavelengths. Like, why aren't we on another planet when we wake up? Or every single time you wake up, you're at a different place. That will get you thinking. If you guys do some hard drugs, you do DMT ayahuasca, (laughs) do a heavy set of shrooms, you're like, what is this? What are we even doing here? What is this? Happy to be broadcasting to you guys, even though life doesn't always go the way you plan it. It's always here for you. Life doesn't happen to you. It happens for you. All right, guys, check the link in this YouTube video, Apple Podcasts, Spotify for Ted Jones Comedy Show Dates, and we'll see you next time. All right? Peace.